everyone. Welcome back to Chit Chat and Chai. Hope everyone's doing well. How are you, ladies? Good, good. It's been a tough couple of weeks with the weather in LA being what it is. It has, right? Every it seems like every Tuesday we have a rain event. We're not used to that much rain, so yeah. it's a good thing though to get the rain, right? Yeah, we do need it. Yeah, we do. We do. It looks so beautiful and green. It does. It does. But you know how spoiled we are here. Most people don't even have umbrellas, and when we do try to use the umbrella, how do we get this thing up? We don't even know how to use one. <laughs> I know. And then a lot of my coworkers are like, "We pay a lot of money for the weather, so we need it back." Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully, the next few days, I think. Are good, so the weekend looks good this time. So the weather's been really crazy. I think all over the nation, all over the world. Yeah. There was a tornado, right, in LA. Did you hear? Yeah, in Montebello, close to where you work, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! And it was one um, a smaller paper company it was one of the buildings that got damaged too. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But because we're so spoiled with the weather. Like my whole routine is just out of rack. Every excuse not to leave the house, not to go anywhere, not to go to the gym. I don't know if anybody else is in the same boat, but it's like, oh no, it's cold. Oh no, it's raining. Oh, I'm just gonna go straight home. You know. Um, and you, how about you, Ritu? Uh, well, as far as the gym goes, no, I really try to stick to my routine with that. But there are days I can't I can't deny it. There are days when you know when it was pouring and I was like, do I really want to leave the house? Seriously? Yeah, the gym is my happy place, so I do I do find that going there helps me in more ways than one. RC, I'm starting to get there. I needed a little push, and since I just recently found out that I have osteopenia, I was like, okay. I need to do something about this. I've been lazy about working out, not really um, disciplined about going. So this gave me a little push and I've started going almost every day now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Well, that leads us to um, our perfect um, guest, Usha, who's so inspirational with her journey of fitness and bodybuilding. So yeah, I mean, if our listeners want to catch her Instagram posts and stuff and just see the kind of workout that she does, obviously you'll hear from her anyway, but just that discipline and that that desire to like stick to it, it's um it's really good and put me to shame. I was like <laughs> next time I go to the gym, I'm up in my weights to another time. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was just make sure you don't make excuses not to go to the gym. First get there and then up the weights. Yeah. Right. And for me, it was so inspiring to hear her dedication, her drive, her discipline, her structure. It's amazing. And not just her um, physical activity routine, but also her food and the whole package. I think everyone's going to really enjoy listening to her. We're so excited to have Usha Patel with us. So Usha, would you tell us a little bit um, about yourself? Sure. I am a local Yorba Linda resident here in Orange County. I am 53 years old. A lot of women don't like to say their age, but I will anyways. I have three children. They're all adult children. The last one left the house. He's a freshman. I'm an electrical engineer, a practicing electrical engineer. My husband and I run an aerospace company. I actually commute into Los Angeles every day from Orange County into our factory where I run all of sales and business development for the aerospace sector. And then I have a couple of side hobbies, which we'll talk about. You for sure have your hands full. 
Keeping busy. Busy never killed anyone. So I like it that way. That's good. So Usha, why and when did you start bodybuilding? Okay, you guys are probably going to think I'm totally nuts. But I started bodybuilding a few weeks before my 52nd birthday, which is March 1st of last year. The reason why I started this is twofold. One is in 2021, I had a terrible ski accident. So my husband and I are avid skiers and we've been skiing, you know, 24 seasons. That's like 25 years of skiing. Took a really bad fall. I tore my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, my right knee had to be reconstructed. In short, my my surgeon just said, you know what? You have been a marathon runner. I've always been a runner and a triathlete for many, many years. So he goes, your running is done. If you keep running on this knee, you're going to have a knee replacement in five years. So I said, okay, well, that was all you had to say. So I turned into bodybuilding. I turned to bodybuilding. It was something that I always had interest in since I was in my 20s. Marriage happened and kids happened. And and then I said, okay, no, I'll, I'll just run. But the running career came to an end. I only have one regret is I should have started bodybuilding a lot sooner than I did. Um, I want to say this. Um, Usha has been very much into fitness. I think since my older daughter used to go to fit boot camp. Yeah, I was an instructor. Yes, yes. I was an instructor. <laughs> so she would go, I think, what, 530 in the morning. Her and her husband would be there. My older daughter would see both of them. So you've always been into fitness. I managed a very, very high-stress corporate career till 2015, I ran global sales for a large electronics company and I was on the road 150,000 miles a year on the road. So it was a very strenuous job. And when I quit my job, because two of the kids were applying to college at the time, I really had to, you know, kind of help them. And that's their time. I couldn't do it with that corporate career. I went out for a year and I got all my fitness credentials. So I'm actually a credentialed fitness trainer, nutritionist, all of that. I have the credentials. Wow, you're an amazing inspiration. (laughs) I love it. I really do. Thank you. So I have a story. I remember when I first started the gym with my son doing weightlifting class and I was new and she's like, honey, you can go a little bit heavier. And I said, oh, no, no, I don't want to build too much muscle. And then, you know, like have my legs look like that they're not in proportion. And she was like, oh, honey, she's like, trust me, if it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> that is about the hardest thing you'll ever do. I yeah, laugh. Yeah, I'm going to lift heavy. I'm going to get bulky. I'm like, girl, if you knew what it took to look bulky, that's what I'm trying to do every day. And I cannot bulk. <laughs> and that's what basically she's like, yeah. Not in your dreams will you ever get to no. that stage, so just go for it. <laughs> that's a good, that's a very good point you bring, actually. Yeah. And I think the difference really just comes down to biological difference between male and female. Our bodies are just not made to bulk up like that, like men. I mean, I guess we could if there was certain supplements you took. You know, I'm not a professional in this arena, but I think that's the that that is what it is. So I know a lot of women feel, oh my God, I don't want to do weights. I'm going to get so bulky, but I don't think. That's definitely a myth. And it's important for us to have muscle as women, especially older women. After menopause phase, we lose muscle mass. Usha can go a little further and talk about that. Is that right? Oh, 100%. And actually, one of the parting messages I was going to give to our listeners is, when in doubt, do your weights. Go as heavy as you can. Do not 
bother with cardio. Cardio is a myth that you're going to lose weight. Yes, you will lose weight, but it's water weight. Mm -hmm. Your scale will temporarily appear lighter. You like appear lighter on the scale, but you're not losing body fat. At the end of the day, we want to look good in clothes. We want to look lean. Who cares about what you weigh? You could be like a solid piece of lead with a size double zero, right? So that is not the criteria. We really need to build that muscle, keep that muscle, especially in our 50s and late 40s. Our hormone levels are low and it is not that easy even to build muscle. So just keep weight training. That's my key yeah. takeaway. So is it true then that muscle does weigh more? I know sometimes I've, I've heavier on the scale, but my clothes still look good on me. And then I was just like, damn, this yeah. scale, I hate this thing. Exactly. True. It is. It sounds very cliche when we say muscle weighs more than fat. It's very cliche. Definitely true. Don't, don't worry about what you see in the scale. Worry about the lines that you see, how you look when you're wearing clothes or in a bikini. That's the kind of look that you're going for. So Usha, what is your fitness routine like? How many days a week and how many hours do you devote? Right now I'm in season, uh, meaning I am actively competing as a competitive bodybuilder. So as a competitive bodybuilder, this is not the norm. You know, it's someone who just wants to look fit. Um, my schedule is a little crazy. I wake up at 4.30 every morning and certain days or certain weeks I have to do fasted cardio. So I wake up and I'm doing cardio at 5 a.m. I go work out. I do my half of my weight training routine. Then I come home, <laughs> get ready for work, drive to work. And then if I haven't finished my morning routine, then I do the rest of my weights in the evening. And then I have evening cardio just because I'm in a very difficult cut for my upcoming two competitions. But when I'm off season, which is from November to March, I was, you know, I last competed in November. And then during that time, all I do is zero cardio. Only thing I do is I walk. And I try to get 10,000 steps a day or 12,000 steps a day. And I spend a lot of time weightlifting. I make a very efficient use of the one hour I have. So I work out one hour of weights a day, but I go hard. Certain weeks, I do something called progressive overload. Like I'll have five sets of every exercise instead of three sets. And in that case, you do, it takes about an hour and a half, but no more than an hour and a half. You don't need to be in the gym more than an hour and a half. It's the quality of the workout. And this is off season? Right now, on season or off season, I'm still between an hour and an hour and a half of weight training. Okay. And your diet? Diet is very, very strict right now. I'll tell you my off-season diet, I am the happiest girl in the world because <laughs> I'm eating everything, but it's clean eating, okay? I avoid sugars. I avoid alcohol. Very rarely do I drink off-season because it takes a toll on your next day's workout. You know, your head is heavy. You can't push as hard. I try to limit pastas and too many carbohydrates. The carbohydrates I will eat are beans, sweet potatoes, those kind of carbs oatmeal. Are um, you a vegetarian or a non-vegetarian? This is kind of a, a weird question for me because until July 1st of last year, I was plant-based, completely vegan, 
plant-based and I try to do my cut for my first season as a vegan. And it is very, 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 very difficult to maintain that kind of build and maintain that kind of muscle because the vegan proteins are good, but they don't have the amino acid profile that an animal protein would have. And the problem with getting too much protein as a vegan is you get a lot of fat with it, the nut butters and all of that. To be a bodybuilder, you have to really watch your fat. So you have to eat a lot of lean animal protein. No, I had to convert of July 1st of last year. I started begrudgingly adding chicken and fish to my diet. And I still don't like chicken. I still don't like it, but you know, I've committed to the sport and that's the way to do it right. But if you just want to be fit and lean, you can still do it with a lot of meat substitutes. I have, I coach a whole bunch of women locally in your Belinda. I give them a lot of substitutes like seitan and some of the not so processed meats. Like I try to avoid beyond meats and impossible mm -hmm. meats because they're just too high in sodium, too high in fat. But there's some other alternatives out there that are pretty good. So I, I always try and give them an option because a lot of vegetarians are my friends as well. So it seems like you were always very athletic and into fitness, like since you were a young girl. What about some of our listeners who may not have ever been into fitness, but they want to get into shape? What would you say to them? Start in the weight room. It's a no-brainer. It is not, uh, and it's not overrated. You know, start five pounds. Even last year, I started my bicep curls because I was very lean, kind of a runner kind of body. And I started my bicep curls at 10-pound dumbbell, okay? And that's very low. Today, I lift 22 to 25-pound dumbbells in each arm. So you will build slowly, but the key is consistency. I mean, you commit to three days a week, you show up. There's no excuses. So if you want to see change, you got to keep that and you will see your body getting stronger. Even at our age, being over 50, you will build, you will build stamina, you'll build muscle. It's a no-brainer Start in the weight room. And then walk. When you're done with weights, walk on the treadmill, walk on an incline. It's the best thing you can do. Someone in your life inspire you on this journey? And I'm not talking just bodybuilding, I mean fitness overall. Or did, is it something that ran in your family? Were your family very much into exercise? No, no. The apple definitely fell far from the tree on this one. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are small, very studious, academic, the, nothing to do with fitness. I mean, even, even now they're like, why are you doing all of this? Why? <laughs> so I was a high school athlete. So I, you know, I played varsity soccer and, and all of that. In my early 20s, I interned for, for Procter & Gamble out there in Oxnard. It's really far. It's in the middle of nowhere. And there was nothing to do. And I went to the gym at night. So one day in my early 20s, I said, okay, why don't I join this bench pressing competition? I joined, you know, just, just goofing around. And I was able to get first place in a bench pressing competition at the gym. So this is early 20s. I'm like, maybe I should either become a power lifter or a bodybuilder because I haven't prepared and I won this competition. Well, then life happened, right? Marriage, three kids, all that went in the back burner. Um, and then finally, as the last child moved out last August, I said, I have the time 
to spend on myself, this goal that I've set to compete in a master's national competition last November is going to take a lot. It's a selfish sport. It's selfish because you you have to worry about your nutrition. You have to worry about um, your workouts. And when you're managing three kids and raising three kids, it's quite difficult to take time out for yourself. So I have waited 25 years to do this. How about your husband? Is he athletic? How does he support you? He's very supportive. Like he'll start showing pictures of my competition to people. And I'm like, please, <laughs> can you not? Can you please? I'm, I'm like barely have any clothes on. <laughs> In the beginning, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Why are you doing all of this? And as he saw that I competed the first time October 1st of 2022, and not only did I win first place in that competition, I became a pro, meaning I got the professional card in a natural bodybuilding league. So then he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start eating your food. So he starts eating my food. I prep my meals. I prep you know, meals for four or five days, cook a bunch of stuff because I can control every ingredient. He starts eating my meals and without doing any change in his lifestyle, he drops 15 pounds, <laughs> so <typical laughs> which is just not fair because I have to kill myself. To yeah. but it's something it, typical of men, right? They just yeah. have to wait so quick. So yes, he is Long story short, he's very supportive because it's kind of worked on himself. He now has a trainer and he shows up at the gym and he trains with weights five times a week. Usha, where were you born? Where did you grow up? Um, where are you from in India? Okay, yeah, I was actually born in Kanpur on the IIT Kanpur campus. My dad was an IIT professor at the time, yeah, in 1970. When did you guys move to the States? So we actually, I moved to Brazil when I was very, very young and I was raised in Brazil. So Portuguese is really my first language. That's where I was raised. At the age of 18, I came to USC. She's very active at USC. I think the engineering department, Usha? Yeah, I'm on a couple of the boards at USC. I'm on the board of the associates. I'm a board of governors as well. Wow. wow. Is there anything else that you've managed to your <laughs> schedule? <laughs> Maybe you might want to consider running for president one day. <laughs> Hardly, no. So what are your cheat days like? So there's no such thing as a cheat day. There's only a cheat meal. Right now I have zero cheat meals, um, but that's not what, how normal people operate, right? Normal people need a little uh, laxity in their, you know, if they're following a rigid nutrition plan. Cheat meals are what I recommend. It would still not be eat a whole cake or anything like that, you know, have portion control, have a small piece of something, get that craving out of your system and then wait and motivate yourself to your next cheat meal. The only time I get cheat meals during in season is when I've completed a show that night, my coach is like, go eat whatever you want. He goes, go have a burger, go have a grilled cheese sandwich, go eat a bowl of pasta, ice cream for dessert. And then the next morning, you're back on the wagon. So Usha, if you do that, is that urge the next day to go eat a burger? Is that, I mean, since- No, you because you're satiated. You yeah. ate, you're happy, and now you have all kinds of carbs in your system. So you can go hard the next morning and really lift some great weights. So I look at it from that standpoint, 
okay, I, I ate a really great meal. I should be able to show that those extra calories in terms of performance in the gym the next day. And you said you've cut out sugar? Yes. The only sugar I have one vice is I like my coffee and I do not sacrifice my coffee. So I do use a, a sweetened oat milk creamer in my coffee, which is told my coaches that's non-negotiable. I wake up in the morning to drink my coffee. So please don't mess with my coffee. And that's all. And you don't miss it. You don't crave it. Oh yeah. I crave it. I miss it. I'm normal human being. And I look, I stare at people with puppy dog eyes as they're eating like a big piece of cake. Cause I have a wicked sweet tooth. It's at the end of the day, it's how badly do you want it? I try to be really good about my diet. You go to a social gathering. And then everyone's like, oh, it's okay, just today. Like, let's, I'm just gonna cheat today. And then the next thing you know, you have a couple of glasses of wine, then you have an appetizer, you have your dessert. And I'm like, I really shouldn't have, but I do. How do you discipline yourself? That's a great question. We're very, we're fairly socially active. So I'm out a lot Yeah. and you don't want to go MIA, you know, uh, just because you're doing your personal thing. I think it's very important to have FaceTime with all your friends and your community. So I use a couple of tricks. Okay. My first trick 30 minutes before I'm going to leave, I eat a full meal at home. So I will eat one of my prepped meals before I go out anywhere. So now you're not hungry. So you're not as tempted to eat. Sometimes I take an extra meal in my car and I leave it in the car. So I'm at a social gathering. Everyone's eating. You're looking at samosas. I mean, I love samosas. I'm my most favorite appetizers <laughs> ever, but you're kind, you're kind of full. And then there's a meal in your car. So why are you going to eat a samosa when you actually have an alternate food? The second trick I use is alcohol, obviously, is a huge part of socializing, right? And I host a lot as well. So I'm always serving alcohol. What I do to avoid a lot of questions, give explanations to people, no, I'm not drinking. Why? You should live a little, this and that, right? People lecture you without knowing what you're really doing. So I always get a club soda. I have them put a lime in it, mint, and people think I'm drinking a vodka soda. <laughs> and if they say, oh, I said, let's down our drinks, but I'm just downing club soda. <laughs> I like that. Right? Yeah. We don't need to give explanations to the whole world about what we're doing. We're doing it for ourselves. Um, if people want to think, oh God, look at her life is so pathetic. She can't even have a drink. It's okay. They have the right to think that. I don't need to convince them of it otherwise. So I'll keep drinking my club soda, pretend it's vodka soda. Everyone's happy. Just had a Cindy party on Saturday night. Fantastic Indian food. My husband's stuffing his face with paneer and chicken kebabs and all of this. And he's like, oh, you're missing out. I don't know how you do that. And this is my own husband telling me this. And I said, I ate right before coming, Mayan. I'm good. I know in two hours I'll be hungry, but I'm totally fine. Um, I'll, let me go get an extra Diet Coke. So I'll go drink an extra Diet Coke. You can do things without promoting what you're doing. You know, you just do it under the radar because it's the right thing for you. How do you feel overall, like content with, you know, like life? Very good question. I am quite fulfilled. I will tell you that. But it is a very, very tough life. It requires a lot of willpower. I'm always sore. 
in some part of the body. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I had a hamstring glute workout today. My hamstrings are sore. You know, you learn to manage and embrace the pain. Just that that dull soreness and pain. So you're always in that state of something hurting. Bodybuilding and weightlifting is all about failure. You push yourself to the highest weight or the most reps you can. Feel that burn in your muscle. You're like, oh my God, I think I overdid it. No, you didn't. You're fine. And, and then you're sore. But the soreness is something you learn to embrace because now your muscle fibers are building and they're coming back stronger. So yes, it is a tough life where you have to show willpower. You have to get all your water in. I drink 1.2 to 1.5 gallons of water a day. And to lose body fat, the key ingredient is water. That's what people don't know. Minimum a gallon a day. Just if you're not a bodybuilder and you're still, you just want a fit lifestyle, a minimum of 80 to 100 ounces of water a day. You will see that in two to three weeks, you will start losing body fat because that flushes everything out and it cleans your system. So getting your meals in at the right time and most importantly, getting your sleep. I, I'm around six hours a night of sleep. I wish I could get eight because the most amount of muscle recovery and building new muscle happens when you sleep. So you need the rest and your body needs it. That is something that is work in progress for me. I can sit here and preach to you and preach to all the listeners, but know that I am still struggling meeting these requirements. Going back to your bodybuilding competitions, uh, Usha, congratulations for your win in that, I think, Bikini Masters 50 plus. Competition? Oh, I wish. No, I did. I competed bikini masters in two competitions. And I did really well. And in November, I went to the nationals for the bikini masters. That means hundreds and hundreds of competitors flew in from all over the country. I was humbled, saw the level of competition needed. And I knew that I just didn't have what it, what was needed last season. So I really focused from December on, ate a lot of clean calories, weightlifted a lot, and I am now slated to compete in two national competitions, one in Jersey end of June and one in Pittsburgh mid-July. And they're both national, North American national level com competitions, 50 plus. So we'll so see how I do this season. What is the oldest age that you've seen a contestant? I competed with this one girl, girl, as far as I'm concerned, but she was 64 and she looked amazing, incredible wow. at 64 years young. I, I just looked at that lady and I'm like, I want to be you. You're pretty amazing to have this kind of discipline in your mid sixties. So Usha, what are the judges looking for? In the bikini competition, what they're looking for is very low body fat. You don't have to have a six pack, but you have to have lines in your abs. But the most important are glutes, hamstrings, and shoulder cap. In my prep stage, which is the cut stage, you lose the body fat to reveal all the muscle under that you built. Like you're a sculpture in essence. How do I get rid of this jiggle? <laughs> under my arms that is that is actually not that hard to do it's it's pretty easy to do okay. so there's different Perfect. sets of arm exercises but it's eating the right amount of protein and lifting heavy weights 
not five pound weights, seven pound weights. You can start there, but each week you go up in weight. And as you start going heavier, you're going to see everything turn up. I swear, I I, I do all this stuff and I'm just like, that wings. Go away. Yeah. it's not like, okay, I have my five pound weights. I'm going to do like 25 reps, <laughs> you know, um, that's going to maintain owned is different. When in doubt, go heavier and trust me, it's an act of God to bulk. You will not bulk. You will need steroids to bulk at our age. Are there a lot of South Asian women in bodybuilding? There, there are very few. I know about three. There's a couple of girls that I ran into here. They're younger. So I haven't met anyone over 50 yet. I think there are probably on the East Coast somewhere, but there are some Indian bodybuilders. There's two or three of them, I think, in Southern California that are in the mid 40s. I just want this to proliferate much more because we already say, oh, we're not cut out for this without even giving it a chance. I mean, I gave it a chance at 52. Amazing. Amazing. What do you do when you're on the road? I take take my tennis shoes everywhere I go, no matter what. Um, before my toothbrush, my tennis shoes come in the bag. And I always try and stay in a place with a gym. But even that's not important because I have taught so many body exercises classes that you can get a pretty good workout in a hotel room with no weights, with your body weight or a set of sliders. Saying that there's no gym is not an excuse. The other thing too I do is I research food. Anywhere I go, my usual request is can you grill this? No oil. Whatever you can, grill it, no oil. I have about an 85% hit ratio to get what I want. Just research where you're going. I take, if I'm at the airport, I take a couple of my bento boxes with me. But the key is it's time consuming because you have to prep. You don't act on the fly. You prep your meals, you prep your trip. So in my off season, I was eating 2,300 calories a day. Okay. So quite substantial. I'm little, you know, I'm 5'2". The metabolic rate, I only need 1,250 calories. That's the, the RMR is only 1,250, but I was eating a thousand more calories a day. Right now I'm in a cut. I was brought down from 2,300 to 1,900 to 1,700. And I'm at about 1,450 right now. I have another 15 to 17 pounds of fat that I have to lose before June 30th. And you lose it really slowly. Are you gluten-free? I'm not gluten-free, but I do avoid gluten because the gluten here, particularly in the United States, their GMOs seem to affect people with bloating, series of other you know ailments that gluten can cause. I avoid gluten for my carbs. I like plain rice, basmati rice. Rice is king. Number one, don't think you're not cut out for a sport or for a lifestyle. You, you might think you're overweight. You might have tremendous muscle building potential. Try something new, you know, give it a couple of months. So don't preclude things without trying it out and giving it a legitimate chance, number one. And number two, hit that gym. When, if you have 30 minutes in a day as your time, Spend 25 minutes doing weights and five minutes on an incline walk. I mean, that is truly, truly, truly the best advice I can give you. And you will see that 
the long-term benefits of weight training are tremendous. I mean, I remember how my mother looked at my age and it's night and day because our parents were raised very differently. Really, I, I want to get a lot of South Asian women out of that mindset of I am limited. I have limited capability. I have limited time and we are full of excuses. Oh no, I can't. I have, I have to drop my kids off here. I can't really think about what's coming to your mind to say, no, I can't do it. And think of it. Am I just giving an excuse? Cause I really don't want to do this. So just give that some thought and try and stay away from excuses and get in that gym and do weights. Thank yeah. you so much. Usha. It's been really inspiring and yeah, we're all three of us. I hit the gym right after this. I think so. <laughs> I was going to, today was my day off, but not anymore. Oh, I, well, no excuses. Right I'll meet you at the gym. Let's go. <laughs> so my goodness, what do you think ladies? What she made me think is that, you know what? It doesn't matter what age you are. Just go and do whatever you want to do and take care of yourself. For me, I thought I was actually quite good. You know, I go to the gym. I used to go five days a week. Now it's tapered down a little bit. So I thought I was actually doing really well till I heard her. And then it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. That's why she looks the way she does and I look the way I do. <laughs> There's <laughs> definitely a big gap. So yeah, very inspirational to see the discipline. I mean, she looks amazing. Obviously body is like zero fat anywhere. The thing that I got more is just how your mind as well as your body is involved. And once your mind is so involved, I think it just takes you to another place. The other stresses of life, probably just fade away. You're, you're so focused that your mind is more clear in, in how you how you resolve your day-to-day -day issues. That's why I find the body and mind connection. I kind of agree. I feel like it's empowering to know that your body and you are doing what your mind wants to do and you're actually doing it. Yeah. Right? It should be quite liberating and yeah, definitely. Really. Plus, I think we underestimate what we can do. We think, no way, no way, I can, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then we just have to push and try and like stay focused, and we'll be amazed at what we can do. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. I sometimes do no sugar month. You know, I'll just stop sugar for a month to see if I have that discipline to take something that I enjoy and stop it. Yeah. So the mind has to be strong, controlled, disciplined. So, I mean, the way she does it, you know, she socializes, creative with the way she, you know, um, interacts socially. You know, she's owning all those club sodas and standing straight at the end of the party and everybody else around her is <laughs> falling off to the side and wondering, man, this girl can really drink her liquor. <laughs> and they have no clue that she's been drinking club soda. We gave away a secret, you know that? <laughs> exactly. I love that. So if anyone wonders, man, she has like a really good tolerance for alcohol. <laughs> Her secret's out. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's amazing. And we yeah. really, truly loved having her on. One question, what will you change? after listening to her, RC. I will push myself to increase the weight when I work out because that's what she had said, you know, push yourself a little bit. I was only doing it to where I was feeling comfortable and now I think I need to put in a little bit more effort in increasing it. I think the same. Uh, I do weights maybe two to three times a week and I focus a lot more on cardio in the other days, but I think I'm gonna kind of switch that a little bit more to weights and go a little heavier on watching the good 
clean food like she talked about. That's one of my biggest problems. I, I start and then I fall off the wagon. This I know we all do. And that's something that I really kind of need to pursue. So what about you? So I guess same for me, it's just like doing the weights, but not just going to the weight class, but also upping the weight because same like you would um, RC, I get, oh, this was a lot and I shouldn't overdo it. Um, but no, you should. So I'm going to up the weights and yeah, the food and the socializing, especially when you're out. Um, yeah. I love my food. I like to eat. So I agree with you, Mala. I and love I just food. It by saying I go to the gym, so it's okay to have a cheat. Well, forget a meal. Shit, I have a cheat day like almost every <laughs> other day. So that's a exactly, exactly. She said cheat meal, and we were yeah. thinking cheat day, like the whole day. We can just. <laughs> just load ourselves on all kinds of garbage. <laughs> Thank you, Usha, for definitely uh, inspiring us and giving us a lot of information. Yeah, so. Exactly. Um, a lot of ladies get a lot of benefits out of um, our conversation today. Well, as we end the session today, we just want to um, always remind you that we're looking forward to hearing from you, getting your feedback on Instagram, Facebook. And um, one exciting announcement is that we have a really fun-filled afternoon fundraiser planned for May 21st. So please look for all the details on Instagram or Facebook and welcome to reach out to us if you have any questions. We would love to have you attend or donate. Yeah, come, please join us. We have a comedian and we have some singers. We have food based on chit chat and chai. So it's going to be snacks and chai. And it's just going to be a fun afternoon getting to know us. So please join us and please come show us your support. Thank you. Till next time. Till we meet again. Remember, life is not short. Life is unpredictable. So always, always strive to stay happy. And add a little spice to your life. And join us again for a little chit chat and chat.